Welcome. I'm your host, Andrea Maximo, and you are listening to the Electric Feminine Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Electric Feminine. What's up, y'all? Today, I got a, I got a special guest. You like, but you always have a special guest. I'm like, but this is this is a behind the scenes guest. Today, I have with me operational strategist and the Electric Feminine podcast producer, Rispa Estelle Quates. And I am so excited to have her on today because she was very instrumental or influential in, in the, the tone or the, the theme of some of the episodes for, for this season. So I thought it was also cool because Rispa is um, you know significantly younger than me. She literally could be my child. And I like the idea of having her perspective on here as well as to why um, some of the topics were important or some of the guests were important to have on for season three and the direction we're trying to go in in general. So welcome, Rispa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, what are we going to talk about? I gave her no preparation other than be here at 1 p.m. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, Riz, I, I wanted to bring you on because I, I remember the conversation we had. We were, we were having one of our normal Monday morning meetings at 1030. And we were talking about, you know, season three. And, you know, that came up and like, well, what are we going to do with season three? And just that, you know, it just so happened that I was feeling, you know, that there were, were we reaching everybody that we were supposed to be reaching? You know, like we can't every single person in the show does have a specific demographic that we're looking at or does it can we even broaden that demographic and it so happened that you were thinking the same thing do you remember that conversation um that we were having that day so what was what was what was your feelings of what we needed to do to season season three let's build them in yeah so it was right when Instagram came out with the update where you can add your pronouns to your Instagram profile as like a setting. Um, and I remember I was like, this is actually really important. Let's bring it up and let's talk about it. Um, because there are so many people that, you know, aren't necessarily, you know, born as a female, but they identify mm -hmm. as a female or they really identify, um, you know, however they want to identify. Um, mm -hmm. so it's important that we bring some of some people to talk on about that. But then also, you know, I know from managing the electric feminine social, we had a lot of people questioning, you know, what's the difference between masculine and feminine energy? Mm -hmm. Can I have both masculine and feminine energy if I identify as X, Y, and Z? Um, how do those two energies play off of each other, you know, in day-to-day -day life, all of these things. So we were just like, okay, we were sitting down talking about how, what we wanted to do for season three. And it just kind of like, you and I both came to that conversation with yeah. this direction. We were like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think it was, and it was easy too to, to, you know, if anything, we were like, you know, we had to narrow it down who we wanted to bring on the show. I know for me, it was, it was definitely like what, what hit home for me is when you said, you pointed out that we had mostly, for the most part, um, cis or hetero identifying women on the show. And even just from the perspective of having someone who was not, they didn't have to specifically be on the show to speak about, you know, gender or pronouns or being bisexual or lesbian, but just 
to have that voice represented, period, and that perspective represented, period. And I thought that that's what stood out to me the most from that and really, you know, the catalyst, because we don't, we don't touch on specific thing like pronouns necessarily in the season. Um, we're still recording, so there's still maybe room for that, but we, we do, we do focus this season. I'm excited because I know you haven't been privy yet to some of the conversations, but um, you know, we brought Emani Van Zapp on, who is a big um, influencer on social media. Um, I love that she goes by uh, America, not America, um, social media's number one auntie. And um, she's fantastic and her energy is amazing. And, you know, I wanted to bring her on because she's very fluid in her gender. Um, you know, she flows between uh, both her, her masculine and feminine energy, um, both as she represents herself as Imani or when she comes and represents as Eric, nephew. It's who she calls nephew. So she comes on the show and, and is representing Imani on the show and her, her divine feminine energy on the show. And it's just really, it's just a beautiful thing to hear her story, her perspective. Um, someone else that we brought on the show, which I think is gonna be really different too, is Allison Cruz. Remember, Allison is gonna be the men's. So Allison is a, a men's sensuality coach. Have you ever heard of that? That was new to me when you were bringing her up as a guest, I was like, I'm intrigued. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I mean, the first thing that comes to me, I and I've been approached and I'm like, nah, this isn't for you guys. Like y'all are heavy handed. <laughs> you can't flow. You don't have flow in your body. Um, and that's so unfair. It's obviously not true. And, and I remember one guy was like, well, I would like to learn. I'd like to have softer touch. <laughs> My wife would too. Um, but so Allison, yeah, Allison is, that's, this is what she does. She, she is a coach and she coaches the, uh, you know, her clients, um, who are men, um, to become, uh, more uncomfortable, more comfortable with their, their bodies, more comfortable with their, you know, she just straight up says cock. And I just, I was like, could we just go own it like that? So I was like, yes. What, I mean, when you first heard me say that, like, what, where did your mind go, men's sensuality coach? I didn't really know what that work would look like, you know, because mm -hmm. in my mind, at least initially, it was basically, I was just like, okay, I was trying to think of how you do it with your pure movement immersion session. So it's like, so what is it? Just a room full of guys on yoga mats in a studio moving like rib circles. I'm like, what, what does this look like? <laughs> like that's I was what like, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I could see where you would go with that. I totally could. So it turns out that that's not what's happening. She's actually okay. she's totally virtual. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say is it's actually virtual. There's no interaction. Because okay. I mean, my mind also just was like, you know, I saw, I, this is somebody I'd love to have on a show too, is um, the Somatic Institute. Have you heard of this? Mm, yeah. So I, I saw a few of their videos of how they work with some of their clients. And there was a, a female coach and a woman and she was working with um with a, a a man and as one of her clients and trying to get him comfortable with being intimate and how to kind of like express that more kind of masculine aggressive energy that he feels he lacks 
And it, I mean, like they were interacting, like clothes were on, but they had to be like, they were rustling on the floor and it was very, um, like there was, there was very like, I mean, there's boundaries obviously, cause there's, you know, there's an understanding of rules and what's going on, but it just was really, it took me back how kind of intimate it was. That's the word I'm looking for. But Allison apparently does not do that. She's, she's virtual with all of her clients, but nonetheless, really interesting. Um, just her story too, about how she came, how she came to, to find the work. I thought was really, really, really interesting. Um, is there anybody in particular that you've seen so far that you are excited about hearing from? Mm. Just really put you on the spot. <laughs> well, one, I'm, well, I know we were already talking about Allison, but I'm just really excited to hear how she does this work. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, one, not fascinates me, but it's just very interesting that, mm-hmm. you know, she's been able to do this and been able to, you know, help so many men through like, you know, what their own stuff that they got going on. Yes. You yes. Know, it's not just a female thing, you know, to have internal struggles, internal body issues, internal like sensuality issues. Like it's not just a female thing. So I think it's really cool that, you know, there's, people out there doing the work for the men too. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, one thing that really hit me that when she was talking about like how many of them have um, penis size, like phobia, like it's like very, like she's like, it is severely crippling. If you are, you know, a male, a man with a smaller, you know, size penis and what society says that, I mean, she's like, it is like mentally crippling. Like it's very difficult. So, you know, those are things, again, that, you know, we joke about it all the time, but you don't really take into consideration, um, at least I haven't really, you know, thought about like, wow, the impact that that could actually have on somebody. Um, and yeah, you're right. We all need, we all need to feel confident in our bodies, everybody, you know, um, and I'll tell you who I'm really excited for you to hear is Lisa Welsh. So Lisa, Lisa is, she's so freaking cute. Like, and just her energy is like amazing. I told her, I was like, you're like if Mary Poppins just quit her job as a governess and decided to become a sex coach. Like this is, you know, like she's got the accent. I know it's like such a stereotype because she's British, but she just, it's more her energy with her accent. Cause it's so like, she's bubbles. She just effervescent you know and she's talking about like the clitoris and it's so exciting for her and she's talking about you know she whips out you have to watch this episode too she actually brings her toys on girl we get into it we get into it I mean a glass dildo what I've actually crystal have you seen that yeah I've seen those and I'm just like that is a work of art. <laughs> I would, I'm, I mean, literally I was like, it's so beautiful. Like it should be. Out of <laughs> she assured me that I was like, is it going to break? She's like, no, it's made of like a special glass. And I, it was just, it blew my mind. And I literally was like, I need to like, I need to like re-up my, <laughs> I was like, this is very, very, very high tech, very advanced, very cool stuff. Um, yeah, so we I mean, we had some really fun conversations with her as well. But I, I loved the conversation with her and with Tasha Brandt. So Tasha Brandt is an embodied coach. She It's something similar to peer movement and where that it's um, movement and, you know, sensuality and getting comfortable in your body and breaking past your fear and your shame and expressing about expression. 
Um, but she also has a very, very deep um, passion and interest for creating services specific to LGBTQ plus communities. So she's got something that she wants to do like queer movement. So it's like what she does for Embody, but specific for, you know, for queer um, identifying people. And she came on to speak about polyamory, which have you heard of this? Do you know what this is? Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Now what do you, you think? Tell me. Yes, it is. But the way she explains it, it like it's like an, an understanding. It's not cheating. It's not like, you know, it is, yeah. it is an understanding between, um, you know, people that they are going to have more of an open relationship and you are, you know, you set up your own boundaries within that and your own like, you know, specifications of what that needs to look like. But it's just the notion, it was more so the notion of um, the idea of monogamy being something taught versus what's actually natural. Yeah. And they thought that was a really interesting conversation I'm looking forward to you hearing as well. Um, and both her and Lisa just normalizing mm -hmm. things that, I think society has labeled unfairly really taboo. And, you know, as a result, a great deal of people are kind of like undercover shame because, you know, they're kind of maybe into Shibari, which by the way, I want to, I want to bring the Shibari. Do you know what this, okay. So this is, <laughs> Chris was like, what else, what else you got going on? All these things. So Shibari is like, it's, it is a technique. It's like an artistic technique of bondage with ropes. And it literally, they create almost like macrame, <laughs> but, but you're bound up in it. It's very erotic. It's very beautiful. But, um, you know, I would love to bring somebody on who, who does it and, and, you know, and explain about it. Because again, it's like when Aaron kind of was on. Remember Aaron from season one, everybody loved Aaron. Aaron spoke about a lot of things that were typically taboo, but the way in which she presented them and explained yeah. them, it, it made it seem so had two partners and they served completely different needs for her I was like that makes total sense because you know you could love your person dearly but they might not fill every single like they might not check every single box that you need so she was yes. like I found two people that fill different needs and I was like wow yes <laughs> total sense Yes, which by the way, we need to bring her back. Um, but yeah, I absolutely that that's what I mean. Like, I think if anything, like for me, what I, I'm excited about with the electric feminine is exploring those avenues as much and shedding some light in them and taking away some of the taboo and the shame around them and just being generally curious and removing the judgment that I think we've been taught to have around, you know certain lifestyles, activities, or whatever, that quite honestly, I, I think about how many relationships possibly could have been saved because they weren't putting unspoken expectations on each other to be like every single thing for them. And then also recognizing that maybe they didn't have to go cheat, but they could have maybe had a different kind of relationship it's set up with if, but, but if it's not, if you don't know it to be possible or society says it's wrong. Yeah. You're not going to talk about it or you're right. going to it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, just such it's, it's crazy because the show, honestly, an hour sometimes is not enough for these conversations. Like the point of it is to plant seeds and for people listening to really kind of be inspired to yeah, just, just start the conversation. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? Um, 
What do you think the possibility is for, for season four? Where, where would you like to see the direction of the show go? Well, first of all, I mean, we've had some amazing guests that I would definitely want to bring back. Like we were talking mm-hmm. about, like Erin would love to bring her back and die because she drops so many golden nuggets in her yeah. episode and we could just choose one of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I would even like to expand on the conversation that we have going now um, you know, maybe invite some trans individuals to come on and, yes. on, you know, navigating the different energies, masculine and feminine, and, you know, transitioning and feeling comfortable in their new bodies and their new mm-hmm. life. You know, that's a major transition. And I think that mm-hmm. would be amazing to have somebody come onto our platform and have that conversation because I don't know. And, you know, there could be people out there having these conversations, but I have yet to hear somebody talk about that um, yeah. in such an open way. So I think that would be something amazing to have. I would love that. My wish list person, India Moore. Do you know who this is? Mm-mm. Okay, so Pose is a show, I think, is it on FX? I don't remember, but anyway, mm-hmm. amazing show. If you all don't know what I'm talking about, you must look this up. It's an amazing show about um, the ball community which is like a trans gay um, community built around dance and expression really, and, and family. And they had houses and the houses were, you know, were named. And if you belong to a house, it was like your club, but it was your family. So the show was really about family. And India Moore is one of the stars of the show. And I'm obsessed with her, like beautiful, great. Like she did amazing acting on a show, sorry. What, what character is she? Me and my mom love that. She plays Angel. She plays Angel on the show. She's the one who's who's trying to be the, the supermodel. Yeah. So okay. she's, I would like, I'm obsessed with her. Like I, that's my, my dream list. Zosimo was like, just reach out. Just reach out. I'm like, oh man, she got like 1.4 million followers. I'm like, I'm sure she'll be like, you can talk to my publicist. But I mean, you never know. You never know. But I... I would live to have her on the show. That would be so amazing. Um, but, you know, I'm actually excited because Lisa, Lisa Welsh actually put me in touch with some really interesting people that could come on for season four, too. I know for me personally, I would love to see a little bit. Um, I'd like to see more conversations from moms. Yeah. More conversations from moms um, around uh, expressing your sexuality, tapping back into it. Um, I think it's. It's important, you know, there's still this piece that I think we need to to get over that it has to look a certain way or that it's a daily thing that we're gonna be able to access and and really just finding finding our own routine and and what works for us, but not comparing it to anybody else's and and letting ourselves be sexy. I just lost my elbow here and letting, you know what I mean? See that? And letting ourselves be sexy and sexually express, you know, that piece right there. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see which, which direction we go in for season four. Is there anything else you want to share with these lovely humans about season three that you're excited about? You're looking forward to? Honestly, I would just say buckle up because we have some amazing people and some amazing conversations that are about to happen. Like, yes, I'm obsessed with these guys (laughs) it's gonna be hot no it's definitely gonna be a good one 
All right, my lady, I loved having you on and chatting a little bit and getting to meet the audience. So yes, Ritzba is, is a woman who keeps me from flipping out behind the scenes and, and makes this very large project flow um, effortlessly. And it really is just me, Riz, and our graphics and website team. So um, so hats off to you, Ritzba. Thank you so much for all your help and your love of this podcast and our guests and the mission of the show. Um, honestly, like so much of this is because of you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Literally an honor. I'm a, like, I, the reason that I think this works so well is because like, you're not the only one, love you, but you're not the only one that's like as passionate about this, you know, yeah. like, I, the reason that we work so well together is because like this stuff is important to me too. Like, I just think it's such an important thing to talk about, like in it to explore. So I'm here for it. She said, love you, but <laughs> it ain't just your show, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. By the way, I got in trouble on TikTok because I said sacred bitch and I got flagged. I'm like, oh, you know what? I can't let you TikTok. All right, everybody. Um, <laughs> stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. We love you. Make sure you tune in every Friday. Share it with your friends. Sharing is caring. And do let us know and rate us. Rate us on Apple, please. Anything else? Can they rate us on Spotify? I don't know how that works. Definitely yeah. on Apple, right? Yeah. They can okay, leave a if review you can, on Apple. Yes. Share, leave a review on Apple for us, please. Um, and let, let's, we did 3,000 downloads, which was really a huge milestone for, for what I think was like the little engine that could. So I'm super proud of us. So let's just keep going. Thank you all. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Electric Feminine Podcast with me, your host, Anjua Maxmo. If you're ready to dive into this work of developing your connection to your goddess energy, of removing those obstacles standing in your way, please reach out at info at or you can check out my courses available and my private coaching at www.anjuamaximo.com. Be good to you. Be good to each other. Thank you.